The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. I have to apologize to all of my listeners last week who were very concerned about my horrible cold. It sounded awful. I listened to last year's last week's podcast, and it was like, wow, I sounded much sicker than I really was, but... I'm feeling much, much better. Today we have on the show Robert Grossman, who's the president and executive producer of Focus Creative Group. I've gotten to know Robert pretty well over the last month or so. Robert, wouldn't you say that we had a fast-growing friendship? I would say that we had a very fast-growing friendship. Yes, we did. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was like, no, in, in a dating metaphor, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's like now we're engaged. Of course, uh, our yes, spouses, yes, I don't mean that too. literally, okay? But <laughs> it's like, you know, we met, we had coffee, and now I feel like I've been living with you for three years. <laughs> I got it. But it's good. It's all good. Well, Robert, tell us a little bit about your company and how you started it out. Well, uh, I started my company in 1993 after working for IBM. <clears throat> I think I have your cold this week, Cindy, so you have to forgive me as well. Oh, you caught that too? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> So when it's I was okay. working with IBM, I remember I would sit in these sales meetings and company meetings, and I would watch these highly paid executives deliver presentations. And I thought to myself, there's got to be a better way for this to happen. There's got to be a better way to enroll, engage, and inspire people. So I started my company, 93, to support CEOs and senior executives in delivering powerful presentations using multimedia technology at that time. And well, since then, the company has grown, and we've taken on new services, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about some of those during the next hour. Oh, yes, we're going to talk about a lot over the next hour. <laughs> but it's, you know, so principally, if you were to define yourself in, you know, the shortest, in, the, in the shortest way you possibly could, you're, you know, an audiovisual production expert that has 2.0 insights and capabilities. Um, is that a good shorthand? Um, yeah, yes, it is, and I would expand on the audio-visual because we're also very strategic in our content production, so the, the vehicle these days doesn't matter as much. It is about content again, so if it's, if it's on the web using 2.0 or if it's other formats, it is what you say and how you say it and when you say it that is critical. So we like to summarize, when we all summarize ourselves, is that we cause breakthrough results in communications for companies. Okay, and, you know, you mentioned that you were, did this for, on behalf of IBM. Um, how did you get into that? What did you do before all of that, just so that my listeners could get, you know, the full CV? <laughs> Got it. Um, when I was at IBM, I was actually a sales rep. I sold mid-range computer systems to manufacturing companies, and prior to, to that, I was in the computer industry, and this really all started when I was in my early 20s, and I fell in love with photography. 
and um, and that photography stayed part of, of who I was during that time. And um, and my my initial goal was to create these big elaborate multi-image slideshows. So I just thought it was just really looked like a lot of fun, frankly. Well, and, you know um, what? It demonstrates that you have a comfort level with you know technology and you know and visuals, absolutely. right? And it kind of evolved. And the really great thing for you that's you know cutting edge and works to your advantage. It's always been somehow connected to you know, the computer industry, right? right. Yes. So, you know, you feel very, very comfortable in taking presentations that may have once been done in the 1.0 way and, right. you know, have been very, very close to the way capabilities have evolved, you know, as technology potential has, you know, become greater. Yeah, it's grown and expanded. You know, so, I mean, when you're the person to talk to, if somebody wants to do a presentation and utilize, you know, specific software or, you know, integrate it into a final piece that utilizes technology in a very synchronized fashion, you have all of this experience for God knows how many years. Exactly, exactly. And and really what's available to people with the 2.0 world that before when they would deliver a presentation or a video, they would have to put it on a tape or on a DVD and send it out to many people. And it was, it was a hard, laborious task to get that out. Now with the 2.0 world, I mean, we have so many different avenues to get our message out there. And it's really, in my opinion, it's about connectedness. No, it is. It really is. I mean, now everybody's connecting through, you know, all kinds of interface you know, opportunities, you know, let's use Facebook and LinkedIn as, you know, day-to-day communication for so many executives, so many business people, you know, and in the next realm, when Twitter figures out its business model, which is not <laughs> that, and that's okay, um, because BizStone can do whatever he wants to do, um, eventually people will be able to deliver these kinds of messages to one another via mobile. Correct. And um, that's amazing. Uh, I know that we talked about your background, but if I were to put it into formal terms, what would you say the mission is for Focus Creative Group? Uh, I would say that, that it's, our, it's our same as our tagline. It, it is helping companies have breakthrough results in the area of communication so that their sales grow, their teams are aligned, um, their, their company is aligned. So it's, it's using various communication modalities to help companies grow, help individuals be more successful at their presentations. So we really are about helping our, I mean, if I review every single project we've ever done over the past almost 15 years, they've all been geared towards helping our clients um, align their teams to be more successful, um, facilitate communication amongst their teams. Uh, they've been um, high-level, sophisticated sales presentations. Um, and of course, in the past uh, past year, we've been looking at, at at utilizing video and other communication avenues over the web. Right, and that makes things it gives you so many more you know possibilities. And I would imagine that you would help your clients define what they want to do in initial communication strategy, but then share with them you know many of the tools that they have available to them on the web, and you probably share with them what you're incorporating into the presentation. They probably had no idea that certain software existed. That's correct. That's correct. And, and there, there is a rush to the web right now going on. 
where people are are signing up for the different social networks and they're they're trying to put content out there and they really haven't thought out that strategy. They haven't thought about how it how does it drive people from a, a Twitter, a tweet to their website to a phone call or an engagement. No, well, I I would say that I think you and I have discovered together you know, over the last couple of months that there are really a lot of people out there that, you know, have a lot to learn about the capabilities. I mean, you're working in a world, we're both working in a world where maybe, you know, 50%, 60% of people in business, you know, have an understanding or at least a vague understanding of interface and capabilities. But there's a good 40% out there that, you know, they just, they they haven't set their foot into the world of 2.0. They know it's out there. They might have kids that that are using MySpace, so they're aware of it through that channel. And um, but they really it didn't click for them how they can use it as a business tool. And I think that you and I are actually really you know surprised at the learning curve that's out there, particularly for people who are baby boomers and older. Absolutely. Um, as we discussed, I recently moderated a panel on Web 2.0, and when I polled the audience at the beginning of the panel, I asked how many people are on LinkedIn. Probably 98% of the people or 95% of the people raised their hands, which surprised right. me. Right. And then I, I, but I added a follow-up question. How many people have visited their LinkedIn profile in the past six months? That went down to about 5% of the people. And then when I asked how many people have more than 50 connections, that brought it down to about 2% of the people in the room. Oh, that's the, I mean, that's amazing. So people, you know, what that shows you is that people are, there's a high awareness of LinkedIn in the business community, near 100% if you're going to use that small group as your microcosm, right? Sure. I yeah, mean, absolutely. you know, there is an awareness of LinkedIn. But look at how much, you know, the... Um, the affirmation drops significantly when you ask if they're actively using it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, yeah, and the two main concerns that, that came out of that discussion was, number one, privacy issues. So there's a misconception about how many of these social media sites work. And many people said, well, that's not for me. That's not the way my business works. So they're really caught in an old model of communication. And uh, as, we, as we discussed, they really need to understand that this is the way. This is it now. And we're at the very leading edge of it. No, it's really exactly right. Um, I, you know, as you know, I work very much in the world of law. And, um, you know, it's amazing to me how many lawyers, you know, are astounded if they have lunch with somebody, for example, and that somebody says to them, I'll catch you on LinkedIn, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll send you, a, or even I'll send you a tweet. And then the lawyers come back to the office and they're embarrassed and they say to me, oh my God, you know, this guy only wants to talk to me, you know, via web interface. What? They don't even use the word web interface. They don't right, know that right. word. But it's like, you know, I'll, you know, this is real. I mean, he doesn't want to talk on the telephone. He doesn't even want to send an email. That's right, that's right. <laughs> So well, I mean, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, and many of the listeners have experienced this, where people have made fun of it. Well, sure, you know, oh, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna exactly. So it's time, you know, and and I just I finally realized that they're making fun of it because they are actually covering up for their embarrassment that they don't know anything about this yet, 
and they're afraid of it, and they don't know how to take the first step. Well, you know, some people do make fun of it, but, you know, there are other people that, you know, come to me that are really scared. Yeah. I mean, you know, they'll actually come to me and say, Cindy, will you help me make a Facebook page and show me how to use it? You know, and, I, and I'm saying to myself, do I start charging for this? Or exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like maybe there's a business here, 250 bucks a Facebook page. I don't know. But well, I've, got, um, I've gotten more, more free lunches recently from people who just want to pick my brain about this stuff. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nice barter. Well, listen, we're going to take a commercial break soon. Um, Robert, what we do sometimes is I ask the PR question for the day that really has nothing to do with the guests, so don't be alarmed and don't feel that you have to answer it, but it's for people to respond to me at a later day, but the PR crisis question for the day is, uh, many accountants um, or people related to the tax business somehow, some way, usually use tax day at the New York City post office to promote their wares, if you will. The Pope has decided to schedule his trip to New York on April 15th. What What do people think about that? Poor taste? Let me know later. And, Robert, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and if you have anything smart that you want to add to the PR question of the day, and I'll share with you some humorous solutions a little bit further into the show, you know, please feel free to chime in. But we're here to promote your business today, Focus Creative Group, and Robert, stand by. We'll be back That's right after this. I am an American Idol. I got synthetic Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. When you think about change in your life, do you think about yourself? How does that translate to growth in your business? The change we want to see in our business starts with ourselves as leaders and the impact we can make. Join host Linnea Hagen on a terrific journey that takes you from motivation to inspiration. Every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time, listen for Abundance Leadership right here on the Voice America Business Network. Abundance Leadership. Grow your business. Grow yourself. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. 
It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back. We're back with Robert Grossman, president and executive producer, Focus Creative Group. We're talking about the 2.0 world and um, production and production potential, which Robert's company does. And, Robert, you use the word passion a lot when you talk about your company and your business. What makes you so passionate about your clients knowing and understanding, um, you know, what they can, what they can do in a meeting? Um, you know, it seems very, very important to you. It is, Cindy, and thanks for asking that question. Um, the reason why I'm passionate about it is, it is such a great opportunity when you have a group of people, when you bring people together. It's an incredible opportunity to really make a difference in their lives and make a difference in their professional careers. And excuse me, and so many people are just bored with meetings, and it doesn't need to be that way anymore. When you talk about the Web 2.0 world, well, there's also the World Cafe where meetings can really be a highly interactive, passionate process for everybody involved where there's buy-in and and um, team alignment. So I, I guess it really came out of those meetings that I attended when I was at IBM that I just thought was a big, huge waste of my time. And, um, and, and when you really look at how you want to align or focus your audience, no matter what the meeting, what, what, what the communication is, you get results. And at the end of the day, people realize that it was a worthwhile effort and, and their, their companies were enhanced or, or their, you know, their, their teams were enhanced. Do you think that, um, Air travel worldwide really can can be decreased significantly. It used to be that if you had business in Poland, you would have to go to Poland. Um, with with the visual capabilities, technical capabilities to connect people, do you find that it's as necessary to make a visit to a client or an associate in you know places that might be very very expensive to travel to right now? Yeah, I'm going to ask that question in two different ways. Okay. I, I think it's got to be a judgment call that you make. Um, some people are going to want that face-to-face time. And, um, and I think that the, that num- number of people who require that face-to-face time is going to be diminishing um, a lot in, in the near future. Uh, I know that I conduct my business almost exclusively now from a phone and my computer. Um, I have my team. I have team members all over the country, and we use Skype and we use various tools to communicate where in the past we had to get together. We have to meet face-to-face to make things happen. You don't have to do that. And, you know, from a visual presentation standpoint, you could just kind of put together a need sheet, I guess, and you could get, you know, rough, you know, roughs of the presentation from anywhere, anytime, and all share opinions about it and how to build upon it. Exactly, exactly. So I, I do see 
that companies, well, already we're seeing companies reduce travel dramatically because of the economy, but companies also want to reduce travel because they want to be perceived as being green as well, so they don't want to travel as much. So I think these technologies are going to really enhance communication. I don't see them taking away from communication, um, and I don't see meetings going away either. I think that meetings will still occur, but the format of the meetings are going to be different. It's not going to be about excuse me, a, a, you know, a sage on the stage departing information to the audience. It's going to become a more, much more collaborative environment. And smart companies will start inviting people to bring in their laptops and their cell phones and, and you know, tweet during the meetings and, and uh, do research during the meetings and, and participate in creating the meeting. It won't be so one-dimensional as it's been in the past. Right, and when a person tweets during a meeting, let me just kind of put this into terms for the listeners to understand sure. it. I mean, listen, the listeners don't really understand, a lot of the listeners don't understand Twitter except for my engineer, Ruben, <laughs> watching us together right now. And I have to say, I just gave him the Twit of the Year Award before we went on the air. The guy tweets every minute. <laughs> I mean, he works too. He's, I mean, you know, I don't want him to get into trouble, but that he is hilarious. And all day long, he says the funniest things on Twitter. So let's say, let's talk about the panel that we're doing together on June third. Um, sure. You know, this is not open to the public. This is for a group that Robert and I are a part of called Provisors, and we're talking to Provisors members about developing business through 2.0. So you know, we'll have a screen up that day. You know, if people were tweet ready. They would have their Blackberries in front of them or their iPhones in front of them, and they would be able to comment um, throughout the meeting without necessarily opening their mouths, but just by, you know, clicking with their fingers, right? Correct. All right, and those comments, if we chose to, can be, you know, um, publicly showcased on the screen if we chose to go that route. I don't think we are in this particular meeting because, again, I think the majority of people don't tweet, but, um, you know, that, is that the format at a public meeting, how it would take place, that their tweets would be posted? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure about tweets um, because it's, it's, I'm not sure how that would work, but I do know that, there are, are, that there, you can absolutely text message to a specific number and you create an internal Twitter-type environment for a meeting. Okay. All so right. it's, almost, it's almost like audience polling in a sense. Right, but right. It's much more powerful than audience polling. And you also see this technology in clubs, dance clubs, where, where people can, can send text messages onto a big screen. Hey, I'm, I'm by the bar. Come meet me. You know, hey, you know whatever. And, and it's sponsored by Heineken or whomever. Right. That's, well, again, that's, a, that's, but that's not necessary. Twitter isn't necessarily there yet then. It's still just mobile platform communication. Yeah, how Twitter would work in a meeting environment, I've heard people using it, is uh, they're sitting in a meeting, they hear something that's really um, important or really something that they want to share. So they'll take out their BlackBerry and they'll, they'll punch in what they just learned and send it out to their network. Right, right. No, it's um, in, in the very, they'll send it out to their network in a world where there's so much noise and hopefully their network or microcosm will be listening and <laughs> tuned in. It's, right. um, I don't want to go too far astray in talking about Twitter, but I'm amazed, you know, at the, they're doing such a great job in public relations. They're everywhere. So and they're busy. I'll show you. At five, at five to seven, I sent out a, a tweet. 
you know, I'm going to be on this radio program. And I had already five or six people respond to me saying congratulations, and you know, I'm going to go and listen. Well, well, it's good. You're, you're, you. Maybe next week you'll get the Twit of the Week award. Maybe I have to make a <laughs> Twit of the Week award. <laughs> mm. Twit is not, by the way, a derogatory term. I'm just playing with the tweet language. You know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's talk. You know, we talked a lot about um, Focus Creative Group and capabilities. So let's talk about things in the past. Let's talk about tools that might become ancient, like PowerPoint. <laughs> is it PowerPoint's fault that so many people abuse it? I love that question. Um, no, it's not PowerPoint's fault. It really isn't. We, in fact, we just led a, a, a big workshop at one of my clients on, on PowerPoint. And uh, it really, unfortunately, is the end user. PowerPoint doesn't help because when you start it, it gives you a template that people automatically go into. Here's, here's what I see as the number one problem with PowerPoint. People use PowerPoint as their speaking notes. So they populate their screens with bullet points and talking points, and they talk to the screen and not to the audience. Right. When you right. use PowerPoint in a more, I'm going to say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, humane way, meaning how we as people process information, we're visual. You know, if I say pink elephant, you can't help but think but have a pic- create a picture in your head of a pink elephant. Right. So PowerPoint is a wonderful visual tool when used properly. Here's the, here's the thing that people don't understand. If you're delivering a presentation and you have a slide with 15 bullet points on your screen, your audience cannot focus on both things at one time. So they're either going to be listening to you and ignoring your PowerPoint, trying to figure out what the PowerPoint is saying and ignoring you, or just tuning out because they're in information overload. Right, right. No, I, I think that's very, very true. It's really the, I mean, it's really the application then that creates some of the limitations because you're so right. People who know how to use the PowerPoint tool, you know, they're going to stay within the application format. They might, you know, you know, they they do their lines and their bullets. Right, because they don't have the capabilities unless they hire somebody like you, Robert, to make it more visually pleasing. Exactly, and the other, the, the last part, and you can move on from PowerPoint, is that people don't um, people think that PowerPoint is going to make their presentation. And if I can impart one nugget, that if people are coming to listen to the presenter, not looking at the PowerPoint. And I've heard recently when sales reps are walking into companies, the president or the CEO will say, turn off that computer and just talk to me. And, and then there are, a lot of people are probably frozen. Yeah, they're frozen. It's right. <laughs> you, you know, well, that's, you know, you really should know your work. You should yes, not you should. rely on written materials, particularly if somebody else prepares it for you. You have to be able to hold your own if the machine breaks down. That's right. That's I mean, right. that's really happens. the most important message, isn't it? But um, we have a couple of minutes left in this segment, but, you know, how can a person then use PowerPoint more efficiently? Yeah, there are a number of books out there right now um, that, that will help, help people understand um, how, to, how to use it more visually. But if you, just, if you think of metaphors a lot when you're doing PowerPoint, that really helps. PowerPoint becomes a storytelling tool. It's almost like pictures in a book. And, and, it could, it, and it could help accentuate what you're saying and not take away from what you're saying. 
I, so, I think that's uh, very true. It's almost like what you're saying, if you put it into sports terms, is the play-by-play, yeah. and you know the PowerPoint is the color commentary. For well, I, I just attended a presentation recently, and it was a brilliant presentation content-wise, and the PowerPoint presentation nearly destroyed the presentation. So that inspired me to the blog two weeks ago about the eight things that you want to do to have a powerful presentation. Oh, no, and I think that's a wise blog to have written. That's good. Well, listen, we're going to finish up the segment. By the way, some of the things that I was I am suggestions for the Pope coming in on tax day is that I should wear a yarmulke and be yentl and be a spokesperson for the Jewish people. <laughs> See, PR, we're, we're all kind of nuts. Um, there are some other things that came up, but I, you know, they're a little bit, I, you know, they're a little bit crazy with like, you know, Attempts to do something to ruin the Pope's trip, but we won't go that route. And Listen, I was Twitter saying, you know, I'm a CPA and I'm going to go get the Pope's business today. Well, I think that's actually <laughs> very good. I mean, if he's in town, go for it, right? Right. It's a big account, man. Yeah. The other Absolutely. thing is they want the Cardinal's tax returns. <laughs> they want to see a copy of the Cardinal's tax returns. And I think that's a fair, a fair thing to ask for on tax day. Why Absolutely. not? He's a public figure, right? <laughs> Let's take a commercial break. More with Robert Gross from Focus Creative Group in just a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk.
Talk Radio Show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with my friend Robert Grossman, who is the executive producer, president, executive producer of Focus Creative Group. Very, he's he's so very cutting edge, you know, texting throughout the commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you are what you say you are, Robert. I, I have am. to give I you that. <laughs> but um, listen, you know, I want to give. I am not under. I am not under forty years old. So, um, you know, I'm not a. I'm not a young. You know, Gen X, Gen Y person, but I've embraced this technology and it's awesome. And, no, and I, you know what? And and I too am a colleague and a peer with you chronologically. And um, you know, I'm I'm complimented by my press friends. You know, they say that I deface myself um, very, very much <laughs> and making my fun of myself in Tweetland and stuff like that. But they say you really, really do know what you're doing. But you're yeah. very cute in the way that you criticize <clears throat> yourself. But um, you know, but there's so few of us, Robert. I mean, you know, that are baby boomers. There's so few of us. Um, I, you know, it blows me away. So I think that you and I both can hold hands and, you know. Um, Tell, tell the world that we are um, dedicated people in helping in helping clients and colleagues cross over yes. from the 1.0 world into 2.0 and perhaps 3.0. We are language <laughs> translators, don't you I think? I like that. I like that. I mean, and you know, there's very, very few of us. I think that not that anybody knows on the show who he is, but Brian Hensworth falls into that category with us. Um, Mark, you know, Mark Levin. Yeah, I'm sorry? Mark Levin as well. Yeah, Mark Levin as well. I think that sometimes there are people who are in this category that don't understand that they have to talk a different language to people who are still stuck in 1.0. And, you know, all of us sometimes have to modify the way that we communicate to people and dumb ourselves down a bit, for lack of a better word. And that's a challenge for all of us because we're in it. So we assume everybody else understands it. But going back to you, okay? Back going to back to you, it's all about you. This show is all about Robert Grossman, okay? <laughs> um, let's talk about um, new services that you've launched recently. I mean, you know, we talked a lot about presentation, um, and you could certainly talk about the video work that, you know, you can produce in the 2.0 world when you talk about your new services? Absolutely. So um, we recently launched two new distinct services that, that take advantage of the 2.0 world 
but are not specifically tied to the 2.0 world. Um, one of them is a web broadcasting service, which allows us to stream full motion video, graphics, and audio um, over the over the internet. Uh, we use a a computer with unique software and hardware, and we show up on site. Um, if it's a smaller presentation, we'll bring our own camera package, and our clients are now presenting um, anywhere in the world from and people and the attendees. Uh, watch it from their computer, and it's live video, and they can poll and do you know various various audience interaction um, activities as well, and they can also post those presentations for on-demand viewing at a later date. It is really exciting technology uh, because, again, you can you can the presenter or presenters are visually represented on the screen as well, so it's more more personal. It's also a revenue opportunity, especially for associations that have a lot of breakout sessions, for example, and maybe attendees can't attend all of those, so they can record all the different breakout sessions and they can post them and they can charge a fee for people to attend that afterwards. That's one. And the other one, which has been around for a while, but I, I believe has been really underutilized and poorly utilized, is this whole world called digital signage, which is actually the wrong name for it, but digital signage simply is... The, all the screens that you see, gas station pumps or in the grocery, market, grocery stores or whatnot that are playing commercials at you is the world of digital signage. And we've, we've uh, two years, three years ago, I launched a business that's in the dental waiting room area called Waiting Room Theater. And uh, through using proper communication techniques with people in the waiting room, we are growing uh, dentists', uh, dentists revenue um, upwards of... 25% and increasing revenues. Uh, 85% of the dentists have told us that their revenues have definitely increased. How so? Well, because they're, when a patient's sitting in the, in the waiting room, they're, they're captive, number one, and they're highly interested in anything to do with dentistry because they're there to have dental work done. So if we play an informa- informational piece on, let's say, um, veneers, and it's, it's produced in a way that actually enrolls the client or engages the client, gets them to dream about having the teeth that they, you know, the perfect smile. Then the, the content, the piece ends with ask your doctor if this is the right solution for you. They end up walking into the, into the, into the treatment room, sitting down and asking the doctor about that procedure. So my, my colleague and partner in waiting room theater shared me recently that a, patient walked in and sat down and said, Doc, I want to get Invisalign, which is one of the, which is one of the products that's featured on our programming. That was an $8,000 sale. So it's, like, it's kind of like dentist, you know, um, tailored dentist TV. It is, exactly. It's a, it's a network. And, um, but the important thing is we never go past the lips, meaning that, that there's never uncomfortable content on our screen. And we've also put dental comedy in there. Because people are laughing in the waiting room. Uh, we have dental trivia and factoids on the screen as well. So it's all about improving their oral health, and it's about helping doctors increase per-patient revenues. And we are now going into the banking industry and um, into the cruise line industry as well. Well, let's talk about cost efficiency. It sounds like it's costly. I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, creating a tailored program for, you know, a waiting room, you know, a medical waiting room, Sounds like it's going to require some dollars. There is some upfront cost on the production. Uh, the, the, the good news is that 
you, you're, when you aggregate it or you, you, you spread it out over you know, a thousand demo offices, the cost, the cost per minute of production is dirt cheap. I mean, it's really very, very, very low. And with digital signage, the delivery of that information is also incredibly cost-effective. And we've developed some secret sauce around how to produce multiple segments in a very short period of time, and that helps us keep our costs down a lot, too. Well, I, well I, you know, I guess um, when you define again for my listeners the term digital signage. Sure. So um, at its simplest level, a digital sign is a TV set or a screen located somewhere connected to the Internet, and content is being sent to a local player like your DVRs that we have for our TVs now, and it plays a loop. And, the, and, and what we're able to do at any time is update that loop by simply pushing a button. So we upload a new, con- new, new video or whatever the media might be, and we can distribute that to every sign, every screen in our network, or we can distribute it to a specific subset of screens based on whatever criteria we choose, like zip codes or doctors who only offer Invisalign or what or, or what whatnot. So um, it, people get concerned because they don't want it to be streaming from the web, and it's important to note that the content is not streaming from the web live. It is actually hosted on a DVR locally. We're just able to update it over the web. Oh no! Oh, you know that's you know it's amazing when Did you that land. Did I, was that a... Oh yes, yes, yes! It's okay. a it's a very good answer. It's a very good answer. I just knew that a lot of my listeners wanted to have you know a more refined definition, and I think that addresses it. God, you could have you know digital signage for almost any kind of business that exists. It's amazing. You know? Yeah, you can, and and I'll share with your listeners. One of the mistakes people are making right now is they're going after real estate, which in itself is not a bad, bad thing, meaning they're trying to put signs in everywhere and lock up that, that space. Right. What, what a lot of producers of this content don't recognize is that if you're, standing, if, you're, if you're standing in the supermarket and you're checking out and they're talking about something, let's say they're playing, oh, you know, a better example. I was in a restaurant recently that put these digital signs up. And what they were talking about on these TV sets had nothing to do with the restaurant experience. In fact, I even saw ads on there for competing restaurants. Okay, and so what was it? Was it was a, just was kind of to entertain people. So what was it, like traveling or? Travel and different things that really didn't enhance my dining experience at all. But it became, it really did become a digital sign. It was almost like having a picture on the wall. Exactly. And it was a mobile think picture. think about it as, oh, I can, I can now take 15 print ads and I can play it on these screens in various locations. Well, it just becomes noise at that point. But well, you know, well, I what think they're that doing at that moment, so like in a bank, if we're talking about enhanced banking services that people don't even know their bank offers, well, then it's relative and, and they're going to pay attention to it. And chances are a fair number of people will inquire about that service. Well, I think tailoring is a key. Why, you know, what your point is is what your company does. What, you know, Focus Creative Group will do is create digital signage that will make sense for your client and increase business rather than just creating an ad mechanism that nobody's engaging with. 
That's where the focus in our title comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess, and very well, well said. We're almost at the end of this segment, but don't worry. We have um, another segment left. I promised you that this would go really fast, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> it goes really, really fast, and I, and I saw that you're tweeting away. It amused me. <laughs> it really does. It amuses me. Well, listen, we're going to take another commercial break, and in the next segment, last segment, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the differences between web broadcasting and web conferences. We touched upon Perfect. that a little bit in the first couple of segments, but we could go into more detail, right? Perfect. Yes, and we can. Um, looking forward to the next segment, more with Robert Grossman from Focus Creative Group. Just stand by. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. 
We're back with Robert Grossman, president and executive producer from Focus Creative Group. He was just written up in the Los Angeles Business Journal about moving into the banking and cruise industry with digital signage. Now I can say that since we all know what digital signage is. (laughs) (laughs) I had to explain all of that first. But let's talk about web broadcasting and web conferences. Let's talk about... I think we've already defined what a web conference is, which is basically a, a development meeting or a meeting with people in different places that can communicate via the Internet, right? Yes, and another way to look at it is just, it's an extension of the phone conference. Right. So it's, it's an extension of a phone conference. In fact, for many web conferences, you're still using a phone for voice, and, and then you're able to create an environment and collaborate and share, and um, I think it's great for working on projects and for training and development. Okay, and let's talk about what web broadcasting is so people don't get confused. Sure. Web web broadcasting uh, is is really just like TV broadcasting in in many ways. It is traditionally one person or one location broadcasting out over the Internet to thousands of people at one time. So it really is a, a broadcast. It's more of a one-way communication. There is some interactivity, but you're not going to be sharing a desktop and um, and having people contribute um, in the way that you would with a web conference. So it's, okay, all right. So Voice America Internet Radio. Okay, that's what we're on right now. Correct. Okay, it's um, owned and operated by a publicly traded company called Motivox. They started with a couple of kids in a garage, you know, doing like pirate radio, and it grew into this exorbitant multi you know, um, million-dollar company with, you know, interface possibilities all around the world. So sure. let's talk about that for a second. It's This is web broadcasting. However, people can be interactive with Voice America. We're being interactive with each other, right? Sure. Okay, so what's the difference between, um, you know, is this a web conference or is it a web broadcast? Um, I would say that this is a web broadcast. Okay, but we're not just talking at people like Twitter. I mean, we're not just, you know, talking. People can call in if they wanted to. I chose not to have them call in because there's enough noise. I wanted you to get your points across. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a web broadcast with interactive capabilities. Correct, correct. But it, it, I, would still, I would still classify this as a, as a broadcast. So help people understand it even a little more clearer, maybe this will, will help. Um, oftentimes when you're on a web conference, uh, true, sometimes a web conference is one person speaking to a lot, lot of people, and, and, and that tool doesn't always work well for that, that type of a situation. But where it really works well is, let's say we're working on a project, and you and I are producing you know, a, a huge public relations event for, for a, a, a client, and we have a whole team of people that and we're working on the schedule and working on the logistics, and we get everybody on the phone together, and we're sharing documents, and we're able to edit that document on the screen and make changes live and get agreement and consensus. That, that, is, that is an ideal web conference. Okay, no, and, I, and I, I think that's clear. I think yeah. that's very clear. And then we could take this a step farther. There can be, you know, there's web broadcasting productions, okay, which would be sort of taking the digital signage concept and tailoring it for an on-demand web program, right? Absolutely. Okay, and you and I have talked about that a little bit. Yeah. I wish to do that 
with certain venues, and perhaps right. one day we will. But um, <laughs> you know, um, it's you know that's really kind of creating like a TV program, if you will, and using the web as your your distribution potential. And it could be pay per view where people pay for it, or it right. can be free and advertising supported. It could be so many different business models, right? Absolutely, and we and we we will we create for our, for our clients that are utilizing this tool. Literally online catalogs, or if you will, an online um, demand on, on demand catalog of programs. So you could literally have uh, a series of, of programs, and like you said, either they can be for free, or you can charge people to to view it. It's a fantastic way to disseminate information, and you are literally creating a micro network. You are. It's at, with e-commerce capabilities. Absolutely. Okay, so when when people think about eBay, and I use eBay as an example because so many of my listeners know what eBay is, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, that's really an e-commerce model where you see something you want to buy and you, you know, give them your charge card. You know your charge card is safe, okay? And they have the whole back end to accommodate the sales transaction, right? Correct. Same thing can happen in web broadcasting, Okay, you know, you order the broadcast if there's a price for it, if it's something that you have to see or want to see, right? And, um, you know, all of the mechanisms are in place, just like an eBay model, where, you know, charge cards can be taken and, you know, hopefully, you know, it's a safe transaction, right? Uh, it's, all, it's all secured through, you know, the, the biggest credit card transaction, you know, companies that do all this stuff and with SSL, Certificates, which probably doesn't mean anything to anybody, but yes, it's secure. <laughs> okay, and um, you could even buy, you know, if there's an advertising model, you could buy products through that program. Absolutely. You know, um, even if it's a free broadcast, okay, you still have the capabilities of buying something that you might see on this broadcast. It's really, it's web TV. Real, it, it, really, it is it web is TV. Really something that's very important to, to know right now, and of course, this could change at any minute because nobody knows what Google is really doing out there. But right now, video on the web, when the search engines go through the whole net, they're looking for video and they're ranking it very high. Um, so, if somebody, for example, if you're an IP attorney and you write a, you create a, a two-minute segment on what are the five things that you should do before you start your company. And, um, and it's a short segment. That next segment could lead to a 30-minute training session on what you need to do, or it may lead you to buy buy a service from that from that attorney on how to how to put together a um, uh, just blanked on the name a trademark for, for, for your name. Right, right. No, exactly. It's branding. Yes. I mean, anybody, in essence, anybody who wants to be a TV producer can be now. Yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might not be, you know, Aaron Spelling. <laughs> but can, I, can, can I have his house? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for sale now, honey. That's, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you could have it if you want to. <laughs> Maybe we could do a broadcast and we could raise money to buy the house and then there we could make go. it into our multi-million dollar playground, a web broadcast playground. There you go. That would be a school. We can make it into the Focus Creative Group University. Huh? What do you and you think? can have about 45 or 50 private studios in a luxurious house. What a dream. We could make a deal <laughs> together, Robert. I like this. Money can be raised. There's not much of it out there today, but money can be raised. <laughs> we might have to go to Dubai to get it, but money can be raised. Yes, it can. <laughs> well, we only have a couple of more minutes, so I'm going to turn this over to you and... 
ask you for any other comments, points, summaries that you might want to make before the end of the show. Um, so I think the biggest, uh, the, my, my number one mission these days is to um, encourage people to not shy away from the new technologies that are coming, coming about. You're not going to get hurt. Um, embrace it. Go for it. Um, join. This is the way we are going to be communicating. Um, if you're saying to yourself, eh, my, my client, we, my business doesn't work this way, uh, I'm sorry to say, but you really need to wake up and smell the coffee because I think that's it is true. the way things are going. I, I think that's true. Wake up and smell <laughs> the coffee and get current. That's really. Right. I mean, people learn how to read when they're in school now. I mean, people should learn how to interface. Well, listen, we're finished with the show. Thank you so much for oh, your my time. Pleasure. Thank for you. people really who want to contact Robert, please take a look at his website, www.focuscreative.com. Robert, you've been a really fun guest. Thank you for all of the informative information. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 